For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Back in the day, while Gretzky did put up with some harassment, overall, you didn't touch Wayne because you would then have to deal with Dave Semento and Marty McSorley, and that's just not the way the game is played anymore. I'm not an NHL coach. I don't watch enough Leafs games. It just, to me, comes across as a lot of whining that if you do complain, it's going to go one of two ways. The... Refs are either going to listen, uh, maybe he's right, and get the calls, or they're going to ram it even more where the sun don't shine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Had to think about that for a second. Welcome to the RP Show's Hour 2, brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. We've been through our show topics. We've had our breaking news. There's a lot today. Taylor Hall of the Boston Bruins fined $5,000 for his sucker punch of Ilya Labushkin of the Leafs last night. And that's brought about our poll question, which we will get to in a moment. But can we please welcome in the verbose, the talented, and the lovely Darren Moose DuPont, the uh, co-host and owner of the fine program. Hi, Moose. What's with the no glasses today? You got your contacts in or what's, what's happening? Yeah, I went no glasses. I don't know. It's just, it's just how I woke up and decided to attack the day. I'm all good today. All right, the Moose uh, broadcasting from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. We mentioned the Taylor Hall fine. That is the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Should he have been suspended? Uh, Last I saw, 70% on Twitter saying, yes, he should have been suspended. What are they saying? Do you have a body of work, Clark, on YouTube? Big enough body of work? 62% say, yes, he should have been suspended for the sucker punch and I think you said Moosey should have been too. Um, yeah. Clark was saying that we have a bunch of graphics here to throw up an hour two. And I guess what my point is, we've been through all the show topics. Like, for instance, Jason and Red Deer writes in, he goes, I've been in and out of the show, Rod. Did you talk about the CFL power rankings yet? Yes, we have twice. We've talked about them twice already. And we'll probably go back in this segment. But it's our show. And we decide when and where. So, Darren, we have these graphics from our friends at BetRegal.ca, our exclusive betting partner with regards to the Stanley Cup favorites. And you can move me off the screen, folks. Our guys, back in the Millennium Falcon, flying in at home and put Moose up to show the graphic, if you don't mind, because I did my top five, bottom five. Clark says he's got it ready to go. From our friends at BetRegal, these are the odds from their odds makers for Stanley Cup Champions Futures bets. Go ahead, Moose. 
Yeah, well, I can't read it better than you can. My uh, my monitor's a little bit far away, but the Colorado Avalanche are favored to win the cup. What is that? Plus 375? That sound about right? Uh, Florida yeah, Panthers you don't need to two. read the actual odds. But the Calgary Flames, number three in terms of, of Stanley Cup odds. How about that? Ahead of Tampa Bay, ahead of Carolina, you know, ahead of Toronto and Pittsburgh. Um, Boston snuck their way you know, into the, the leaders here along with New York. And then, you know, winners of seven in a row, there's the Minnesota Wild um, near the bottom. They probably will provide some really good value right now if you want to take a run. But uh, some interesting teams creeping up. If you want the favorites, Colorado, Florida's, the Calgary's, uh, you'll get a little return. But if you think New York's got a chance, Minnesota, St. Louis isn't even on the board here. Um, they would be some pretty good value too. Yeah, well, it's funny because, uh, there you go, last night, maybe you need to put your glasses on, Moose, and you could see it a little better. But last night, go. I'm at the Panthers game. I'm with my buddy Thad. You've heard, I was almost going to, next time I'll take a selfie of me and Thad. He's the manager, general manager of the Beach House in Pompano Beach. And if they got a nice little family thing going on uh, at the Panthers yeah. game. And he's like, Rod, this is my mom and dad, Jackie and Francois. And she had a Panthers jersey on, and lo and behold, her uh, maiden name is Giroux. So that worked out real nice that she's going to get a jersey with Giroux on the back. They already had them so being sold in the Panthers store. I went in there, and I'm like, oh, man, take my money. Wait. And because it's South Florida, they got beachwear, gymwear, obviously jerseys. They got everything, man. And it's – I got out of there without spending any money. But anyways, and then <laughs> – Thad's dad, Francois, had on a Habs jersey. Okay, so one had on a Panthers jersey, other, the spouse had on a Canadiens jersey. And I said, well, one of you is going to be happy tonight. Going to leave here happy. And Francois pulls up his Habs jersey. He's got a Panthers t-shirt on underneath. And we all had a big laugh. But she said that Jackie, his wife, had $2 bet on the game that the Panthers were going to win. And I'm like, isn't that a fun way to bet? Because I'm looking at your odds there. And for instance, if you put down $1,000 on whatever team, say Minnesota, you'd win $240. i have learned that's how betting works. But even at Bet Regal, you can put down 2 bucks, And the feeling of winning or losing is pretty much the same as a huge bet, right? Yeah. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. You know, when you've got a little juice on the line, right? I mean, even if it's a dollar or $2 or... Five, ten, whatever, or it's a hundred dollars. I mean, that feeling of oh, I might win, oh, I'm going to lose, you know. And there's a little bit less risk. So there's there's lots of fun ways to bet. And even if you're on the free play site, betregal.net, there's there's fun ways to play there too, and you still have the same excitement. Yeah, the bet the pay site is betregal.ca. The play for free sports book is at betregal.net. Before we get to the CFL power rankings, the first edition of the year. The Rod Squad, the viewers, have been asking for the CHL Top 10, so let's drop those, if you don't mind, because that's come out in the last 24 hours, and I haven't seen these yet. How did this not come to my inbox? Number one, the Winnipeg Ice. They have rightfully regained their number one spot. Hamilton Bulldogs, two. Edmonton Oil Kings, three. Everett Silver Tips, four. Charlottetown Islanders, five. I'll stop and say three of the top five teams in Canada are from the Western Hockey League. Number six, Sherbrooke Phoenix. Number seven, Kamloops Blazers, taking care of business. Number eight, Patrick Waz, Quebec Rampart. 
Number nine, the Windsor Spitfires, and number 10, the North Bay Battalion. And I gotta think the Regina Pats, God's team, are just, just on the cusp, on the, just out by a smidge Hot take. of the top 10, or at the very least, an honorable mention. And uh, so thank you, Clark, for putting that up. And Moose, you will be behind the microphone tonight for my team versus your team in the Brand Center. You must be excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to getting to the rink. And we'll see Connor Bedard, and we'll see Kyle Krinkovic, and Blades versus Pats is always fun. Okay. I had to move my uh, computer from over here to over here to plug it in because it was dying. I've been on it so much this morning. Did Bruce Willis pass away? Karen, watching on YouTube, writes in and says, uh, Rest in peace, Mr. Bruce Willis. A friend just Tell texted me, me and fake. said he passed away. I th it sounds like fake news to me. Karen, Karen. You better be right. I'm searching. I'm doing a quick Twitter. Is it fake news? He is not. Oh, okay. I got it. Thanks, Clark. From CBS News. Karen, don't do that now. You're flirting with a ban. From CBS News, acclaimed actor Bruce Willis is stepping away from his career due to a recent diagnosis of aphasia, a language disorder that impacts a person's ability to communicate, his family said today. He didn't die. But I appreciate you writing in as your daytime sports and entertainment source. That's us. Oof. world's been full of a lot of fake news uh, today. I love Bruce Willis. It'd be tough oh, to I love see him. him in any more movies. You know? Listen, first movie of his I ever saw, never forget, was Blind Date. And I was in high school, and I thought, this guy's cool. I want my hair to be like his. He had the uh, widow's peak going, as they say. Yeah. And, uh, of course, before long, it did. <laughs> And I was wishing that I didn't have that. But Bruce Willis, very cool, very cool guy, not dead. Now, let's go to the CFL first power rankings of the year. And you can leave these up uh, with me, guys. Uh, here you go. This is from the writers at CFL.ca. And again, yours truly, the first ever writer at CFL.ca. Not anymore. Number one, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Number two, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I don't know how you could argue that. They've met in the Grey Cup the last two years. Why would you expect that to change? Number three, Tarana Argonauts. Eh, they're bullish on the Argos out there. So good for them. Number four, Saskatchewan Roughriders. I'm not sure even I have them, the second best team in the West Division, but the writers do at CFL.ca. This is where it gets murky. Number five, the Montreal Alouettes. So they say if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. I don't subscribe to that theory, and I would put the Alouettes up that high. Under VA and Trevor Harris, two close friends of this show. Number six, the Calgary Stampeders. All I have to say about that is they'll do their talking on the field. That's all I have to say about that. Number seven, the Ottawa Red Blacks. They're saying is the worst team in the East Division. Again, they'll do their talking on the field. It's a little surprising, but somebody's got to go there. Number eight, the BC Lions, and I, gotta, I would put them in ninth, and I hate to say it because I love their outfit. I love their regime, but with two Canadian quarterbacks whom are both unproven, I'm not sure that you could put them ahead of number nine, Chris Jones. 
Edmonton Elks. Hashtag fear the deer. That is the first look at the power rankings in the Canadian Football League. If we can bring the moose back in, I don't. Uh, nice work on that. The more smoke and mirrors and pomp and circumstance, the better, guys. Whatever else you can keep it going. Um, yeah, I don't agree with those. Hardly at all. Uh, and I think they took the easy way out, Moose, because to put Winnipeg and Hamilton 1 and 2 would be pretty obvious, don't you think? It's one eleven Eastern, by the way. How about Just that? looked at my phone. Yeah, we are on the right track. 11-11. 11-11 Mountain. So, again, for those that weren't paying attention the first two times, what's your take on the CFL Power Rankings? You know, I... It's hard, really tough, because we're just talking about offseason and speculation. And so, you know, you put Winnipeg and Hamilton 1-2. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think, you know, teams like Ottawa, BC, and Edmonton at the bottom, I mean, that's where they were last year. So until we see something on the field, they're going to have to be okay with being at the bottom of the power rankings and maybe being disrespected a little bit. You know, it's interesting with what Edmonton's done. They've, they've added some pieces. Chris Jones coming back. You know, Victor Kui has come in and, and, and given the, the group some life. Um, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think they're going to be a lot better. They're not going to be in the basement. Um, but I always, again, I just think it's really weird seeing Calgary in the middle of the pack, or I think they're in sixth or seventh, sixth. I think it's weird seeing them there and not just stapled to the top of the, the power rankings. So we'll see if they can get their way, get, get their way uh, to the top again. But that's, that's the big weird one. Uh, to the text line, Moose from the 902, Phil Thompson writes in, he says, good day, good day, thank God it's hump day. This is from Phil in Dauphin, Manitoba. He says, my thoughts on the Taylor Hall punch, it's always identical to the Bertuzzi incident. Almost identical to the Bertuzzi incident. Are you reading my diary, Phil? I've been getting summarily roasted on Twitter for saying the same thing. He says, player safety has to stop acting like these fines are punishments. I mean, if they suspended Austin Matthews two games for cross-checking Rasmus Deline, a precedent has been set. And that sucker punch should have led to a suspension. You know, by the way, and that's why I'm enjoying very much being in these NHL markets. Frankly, the conversation is no different than the WHL markets. It's just to scale. And that wouldn't surprise you at all, Moose. But regarding, you know, we had a long talk last night in the media room at FLA Live Arena about uh, Kyle Dubas and complaining about the officiating and so forth. And they said calls get missed all the time, whether they think NHL officiating or CFL or NFL or WHL or soccer is getting better or worse is a subjective thing. Yes, they have guys assigned to grade the officials, but what they're saying is calls get missed. There's always going to have calls get missed because there's a human element to the game. Jeff Krieger watching in the Energy City. He says, Tanner Janot needs more love, too. He's not going to win the Calder because there are bigger names out there. Isn't that a trip? Honestly, I don't even see Tanner Janot's name come up for Calder Trophy Rookie of the Year. Why do you think that is? Because what he says, because he's in Nashville or... Because there's two kids in Detroit? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because he's gone through the unconventional path. I mean, he worked his way to get to the NHL, and you got these two young stars in Detroit that get a lot of love and attention. 
You got Michael Bunting in, in Toronto that's in one of the bigger markets. So he's getting a lot of love and attention. And uh, granted, all these players are putting up numbers too. But Tanner Janot's had an incredible year. And, you know, it's fun watching his career take off. You know, we watched him play here in the rectangle in the Western Hockey League. And now he's crushing it in Nashville, which, you know, isn't one of the bigger markets. So I get it. It's tough. Yeah, I had, I remember an NHL scout calling me for a scouting report on Tanner Janot. And I said, gritty, hard nosed, honest player can score a bit. And he goes, do you think he'd be a good fit on our team? And I said, absolutely. It wasn't Nashville, by the way. It was another team. And then he scored way more than I thought he would in the NHL. He's scoring more in the NHL than he did in junior. Makes no sense. He's just a tremendous player. Some guys are better. Uh, I guess, you know, they're better players when they're surrounded by better players. Sounds obvious, but it's not necessarily obvious. Jeff in uh, Winnipeg says, I like that, Geno. Hard work paid off for him. Randy from Winnipeg. Geno, rookie of the year for me. Ah, well, we ran that poll, and he did win, shockingly, on the show that originates from his home province. We'll take a timeout and come back with uh, a whole lot more. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live streaming on YouTube and live audio streaming, 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's the RP Show. Promotional consideration for the RP Show provided in part by Tough Tribe for Men. It was designed to meet the unique demands of clean, professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman's shampoo teams up with an invigorating, cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beer and hair pomade to start your day feeling fresh and confident. Available today at toughtribeformen.com. That is the number four, toughtribeformen.com. And Amazon Canada. Moose, you're broadcasting a hockey game tonight on television. What will you be slipping in your lid for hair product? Something from Tough Tribe well, for Men or something unusual that we've never heard of before? Maybe a little column A, a little column B. I will tell you this. Um, I picked up a uh, package that came in the mail, and it's got some pomade in it. So uh, nice. You will, be, you will be ready to go in a few weeks when I see you next. Nothing against sporting waves, sporting waves, the stuff that I'm rocking in my lid now, but it's no, it's no tough tribe. And if I may, as my cousin Christine has pointed out, because she's ordered it, it's the smell. It's that peppermint. It's, un, it's unbelievable. Hour it two smells of the show good. is brought to you. By, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know why it got confiscated. The tubs are huge of tough tribe. Like, they're big. They're not exactly carry-on approved. Why am I laughing? Because it wasn't funny. Like, they pulled it out of my bag because I was... Listen, you want to hear the story? I was three, kilometer, three kilograms over on my bag that I was going to check. And they said, sorry, sir, you're three kilograms. Like, you got to pull something out and put it in this bag. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So I'm ripping out some clothes and I'm ripping out my overnight bag and my, my shaving kit. And here's this tub the size of an ice cream pail of Tough Tribe for Men pomade and they're like sorry that's no do you want us to mail it to you 
No! So I'm like, come on, it's hair, it's pomade! Up until five months ago, I didn't even know what pomade was. Right. Also, Hour 2 is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. And I also want to point out I'm wearing my Bronco plumbing and heating shirt today in support of Cab and Co. and all the great guys and gals over there. Bronco Plumbing and Heating, your authorized Bryant dealer. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. I'm all over the place, and I apologize for that. I will get into the... um, Actually, I know what I'm going to do here. On the 902 line, Dan in the Bridge City texted us and said that uh, he sent us a photo of the new Buffalo Stadium. And I don't know if you saw it. I would just encourage our viewers to Google it. He says it's kind of a ripoff from Mosaic Stadium. I would say it's a combo. It's like if Mosaic Stadium and Investors Group Field had a baby. It would look like the new stadium that's going to be going up in Buffalo. Um, Sebastian, remember who wrote in earlier and said the New York Rangers need more love? He's watching, uh, he's commented on YouTube and just said, nothing but love for the show, Rod. I'm a broadcasting student and do the captioning for your show at Game Plus TV every Tuesday and Wednesday. Right. No better duo, no better duo than you and Moose. This kid, this kid gets it. Yes, he gets it. Uh, put us put us down uh, as references, Sebastian. Um, <clears throat> there is that feel that, that that hometown family feel that we have here, right? My cousin Christine, watching in Medicine Hat, writes in. She says, "I wonder who's using your hair products now." Oh, I see. What, I thought she meant she wants me to guess who's using them in her house now. And I was going to say your dog, Madano. She named her dog Madano after my dad and my favorite player in NHL history, Mike Madano. <laughs> Stop. Sebastian has written back in and says, can I hold you guys to that? Yes, you absolutely can, Sebastian. They didn't understand. If we say it, we mean it. If it's coming out of my mouth, you can believe it. That is a fact, Jack. Now, to the, to the featured game, we usually do it on the weekends, Moose, but let's do it for tonight. Um, National Hockey League, there are six games tonight. What's the one that you're the most interested in? Or maybe it's not even the NHL. I have a sneaking suspicion, suspicion what I think you are the most interested in. Uh, Winnipeg Jets at Buffalo Sabres. The playoff chase continues for the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, That might be my most featured game. New York Rangers at Detroit, yes. Might I add, some breaking news came down this morning. I don't know if you saw this out of Winnipeg. Kyle Connor and Nate Schmidt have both entered COVID protocol. So as the Jets are now in a tight playoff race, they're going to miss Kyle Connor and Nate Schmidt for the next three games. So that just came down in the commercial break or, you know, earlier here in the show. I just saw it. Um, So that'll play in, you know, tonight. Uh, but you know where my mind went? It immediately went to, that's a good thing for the brass of the Winnipeg Jets who are hoping to save their job because they'll have a built-in excuse 
That's where my mind went. That's how troubled and yeah. disturbed I am. Speaking of Winnipeg, uh, Jeff Cabillos in Winnipeg writes, LOL, Rod, you're bang on about that Bills stadium. For those that missed it, it's like if Investors Group Field and Mosaic Stadium had a baby, it would look like what the Buffalo Bills are going to play out of. Can I get back on track, please? Today's show should be brought to you by Jeep. We've been off-roading everywhere. But dang, it's been fun. <laughs> um, Los Angeles Kings at the Edmonton Oilers. Playoff preview potentially there, by the way. If the playoffs started today, those two teams would meet. Um, San Jose Sharks in Arizona. That's what we call a friends, friends and family game. Only friends and family care of the players. San Jose at Arizona. St. Louis Blues at Vancouver. And the Vegas Golden Knights at Seattle. Um, NBA, a Raptors home to Minnesota. And actually, I meant to put this in my... I read the sports update because it's in my sports update. Tonight, the Toronto Blue Jays visit the New York Yankees in Tampa Bay. It's at George Steinbrenner Stadium, 6.35 p.m. Eastern. Because... I'm about to sneeze. The wind's getting up here. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, God, I got to get you down here, Moose. There's just so much to see and do. That George Steinbrenner Stadium is right across the yard from the Buccaneers Stadium where Tom Brady and the Bucks play. And it's just cool. It's minor league stadium, probably holds five to 8,000. And uh, we're looking around for spring training games to go to here. And it's just like, I'm not going to break a leg going to spring training because I just don't really care. In one way, I'm a little embarrassed that I'm not more hardcore of a fan, but the Blue Jays are playing on the other coast. I said we could jump in a car and drive over there and be there in time to watch the Jays and the Yankees tonight, but I don't care enough to. And now there's a game at West Palm Beach this afternoon. That is uh, the home of the Washington Nationals, but I'm a fair weather fan. I'll get excited in the Blue Jays and the Raptors and whatever team, the curling, the soccer, if they're winning. And it dawned on me that that's what the fans of the Florida Panthers are and any other middling Arizona. If you win, we'll buy tickets. BC with the Lions, right? Because we are the type of people that think we buy our season tickets no matter what. We're in it, you know. Ryder fans, certain Pats fans, Blades fans, the people that are Rush fans. You buy no matter what. Well, not everybody's like that. You call them fair weather fans. And that's what they are in Florida for the Panthers. They tell me that's what it is for the Dolphins, but I don't really believe that because every game I've been at, they sell out and they've been terrible forever. But it just, it just kind of dawned on me. I guess from a marketing perspective, Darren, you as a business guy would want to reach into the pocket of that fair weather fan and find a way to get them out every night right and that is the ticket that is the $64,000 question how are you going to do that as a marketer that's right and that's why you have all these you know different theme nights and third jerseys and you know two dollar hot dog night and you have all these other reasons to try and get fans to the ballpark you know the ones that aren't necessarily fans of the team or you know, you really tout that Patrick Mahomes is in town tonight. You know, Connor McDavid's coming to town tonight, and you hope that might draw fans out, right? So whatever you can do 
until you can win and be good consistently enough that you have fans that just love the team no matter what and will buy their season tickets no matter what because they just have to be at the game. You know, and it, it takes a lot of winning and it takes a lot of tradition to build those, uh, those fans. Yeah, buddy. And I think a lot of the people don't understand that that are actually marketing for the teams. For instance, I don't want to incriminate anybody here, so I'll just say I leaned over to the guy that I was sitting beside for a period last night, and I said, were you at, were you at the game when Kodak Black was here? And he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that game when they were shagging yes. in the luxury suite? <laughs> and uh, he's like, and my, my friend that I was sitting beside, he's like, he's from Pompano, you know. And I'm like, oh, I know. I know some police officers from there, and they say Kodak Black is well-known to the Pompano Beach Police Department. But, hey, Moose, does anybody remember who the Panthers were playing that night? I don't, and I was there! But we all remember Kodak Black, the rapper, shagging in the luxury suite. I know. Isn't that outstanding? But oh. that's, that's what we remember, and we thought that would turn into rampant ticket sales for the Florida Panthers, didn't we? It didn't exactly go that way, but maybe that's what the playoffs Attendance are is up. Like in Florida. Attendance is up. How do you know that it didn't work? That's right. Maybe it so, did. Maybe they're just waiting for something to pop off in FLA Live Arena. Uh, Tacona Pauly uh, writes in and says, luxury suites, shagging. LOL. Upon review, they weren't actually shagging. They were fully clothed. They just looked like it. There was a police department investigation into that, by the way. Spicy. Jeff, the Stamps, <clears throat> Jeff the Stamps fan says, in order to be a real fan of a team, there needs to be an emotional connection. And I absolutely agree with that. I do. Um, I don't think the teams realize that. And not anymore. They used to. Andrew Stute, we've, co we've quoted him before the Montrealer. He says, I'm loyal to my teams no matter what. Habs, Raptors, 49ers, Riders. Yeah, I get that. But what are you doing to support them? Are you buying their gear? Are you buying their tickets? Are you participating in their fundraisers? That's one of my big pet peeves is the people that say, and I honestly don't care about this anymore, but back in the day when I was the voice of the Riders, people are like, I'm the biggest Ryder fan. I throw parties at my campsite every home game, and I have people come by, and we buy chips at the grocery store, and we watch on the big screen on my satellite. I'm like, how much money a year do you support the Saskatchewan Rough Riders with? Well, none, but I watch all the games. Then you are not a supporter, and I would dare to say you're not even a fan. And they don't like hearing that, Moose. No, but I'd, I'd argue that a little bit, too, because I've been in those situations. It's just I don't have money to buy jerseys or even tickets when the tickets get so Liar. expensive. You buy Titan stuff all the time. See? Good point, right? But that's a great point. But, this is, but even before, but I go back to before I bought Titan stuff. Like, I didn't used to buy any gear, you know, but it's still... You know, you can't control the way you feel when I watch it on TV, you know, and I want to watch the games and cheer for the team and, and be excited and follow, you know, when you used to, you know, write about the team all the time when you worked for the team and 
followed the blog every day and, you know, just because I wasn't spending money, I was giving you my attention, giving the team my attention, you know, still a, as a fan. But there's a difference, I think, maybe then between being a fan and supporting the team, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would say that we would agree on that. Uh, I know that we have to break here, but I'll say this. This is what certain teams and leagues don't understand is you need to be out in front of people's faces all the time relentlessly as Rob Vanstone said on this show last week, and uh, you need somebody reaching their hand in your pocket, and you don't even know it, right? And that's what we are doing here now with this show, rather than waving the flag of any particular said team. Moose, we'll see you back here uh, for overtime. What do you say? Sounds good. Everybody loves our NFL talk. We're situated in an NFL market. They're big news, and we'll talk about all of it when we come back with Canada's foremost NFL expert, Jim Lang. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Here we go, live from South Florida. Hour two of the RP Show is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beers, found across Western Canada. And if you're lucky, there might even be one in your fridge purchased at a store near you today. This has been the hotbed all week. NHL GMs meetings here, NFL owners, GMs, and head coaches. And joining us to talk about the National Football League, where they never take a break, is Canada's foremost NFL expert, Jim Lang. There he is, the man who's covered five Super Bowls. He's always smiling. How you doing, Jimmy? Welcome to the C Club, by the way, the COVID Club. How you doing? Well, uh, I'm fine now, but a week and a half ago, I wasn't good. It felt like I had the worst head cold in the world for about three or four days. And about a week later, I felt fine. And now it's like nothing ever happened. So, yeah, I guess I'm in the club now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, welcome to it. So, hey. I don't know where to start. Let's start with the Dolphins, and then we'll go to the overtime rules. Yes. The Tyree kill trade. How, what's your read on why that went down and what it's done for both the Dolphins and the Chiefs moving forward? Well, I think it all goes back to hiring Mike McDaniel as their head coach. He's one of the bright offensive minds in the National Football League. And this is also a way to give Tua all the tools. Like, Tua will have no excuse after this year. Bright, young, innovative head coach. Tyree Hill, the best fastest deep threat in the NFL uh, to complement already some decent receivers and tight ends they have in Miami with Gaiseki at tight end. I mean, the, the, the two has got all the weapons he needs at offense. He's got a really bright, innovative offensive head coach. If Tua doesn't make it now, he's got no excuse but himself. And I really like what the Dolphins have done with the, co the hiring of Coach McDaniel and going after Tyreek Hill. They're really serving notice that they're not just going to let Buffalo walk away with the division anymore. And if you go to Miami and you play them defensively, you I mean, you've seen what Tyreek Hill can do to opposing teams. And and so if you're going to double-team Tyreek Hill, there's going to be other offensive weapons in the Dolphins who will be single coverage, probably with a linebacker and not a fast safety. And it's going to be a big advantage for the Dolphins' offense. So I, it's, it's quite exciting what they're doing in South Florida. And I'm really intrigued to see what Mike McDaniel, after all the success and innovations he showed with the 49ers offense, what he's going to do with the Dolphins. I could sit and listen to sports radio down here 
all day and a lot of days I do and it's funny because they love <laughs> Brian Flores when he was coach of the Dolphins then they fire him and they're trampling all over Brian Flores and they love Mike McDaniel for all the things you just said plus they said he's honest he just says it the way it is I'm like he hasn't coached a game yet we'll see how it goes but I'm I'm hoping for the best for the Miami Dolphins and they're making the right moves because they vowed to get two of the weapons and they're making good on the promises yeah, and, and if you think about the, the AFC right now, Rod, and some of the moves around the league, I mean, I mean, let's face it, the Denver Broncos getting Russell Wilson was a shot across the bow to a lot of teams around the NFL. I think Russell Wilson <laughs> going to the Denver Broncos with that offense and that receiving core, and you got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, and I'm thinking Russell Wilson now has equal, like excellent deep threats to work with, new coaching staff, new team around him, sort of a, a change of scenery, revitalized. He's always had that bit of a chip in his shoulder, but you've seen some of his off-season workouts. There's a real laser focus to Russell Wilson going into the off-season. New division, new everything. It's, it's going to be exciting. So teams across the AFC, you look at some of the moves and things that are happening and the way the Bengals have just loaded up on the offensive line to already a good team. It's going to be so tough. So the Dolphins like, hey, we're not going away. We're going to make some moves. And now you'll look division by division. There's no walkovers. There's none. I mean, even the Colts getting Matt Ryan. I thought it was a great improvement over Carson Wentz. And now if you're a Colts fan, you think, well, Matty Ice has got some life left in that arm. He's an upgrade over Carson Wentz, and we're a better team for it. Is the AFC West the toughest division in the entire National Football League now, given those moves you just brought up? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the Chargers already were a good team. And I think getting Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders and getting Josh McDaniels there as the head coach. So they got a new coach, a new top-flight receiver, a feared receiver in the NFC. So now... Defensive backs in the AFC who maybe are not familiar with him are going to have to watch a lot of tape in the offseason and game plan for him. So without question, I was just actually thinking about this uh, before he came on, how all the four teams in the AFC West, I can't see any one of those four teams going 2-0 this year. And within the division, I just don't see how it happens because they're so evenly matched. And people are talking about, oh, they lost Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. They're still Travis Kelsey. You know, there's still Patrick Mahomes. There's still a good team. The Chiefs are not done yet. Don't write them off. So all four teams in that AFC West is fantastic football. And it's going to be a war of attrition for the four teams who, who ends up standing at the, on the top at the end of the year and who wins that division. NFL GMs, owners, and coaches meetings going on here in Palm Beach, just north of where I sit right now. They made that change to the overtime rule. Tweaking it for the playoffs only. It'll stay the same for the regular season. How do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. I, I know a couple teams try to vote that it would change it like regular season and postseason. But now, okay, now they've made the change and you have no excuse. But if your defense does their job and stops the team when they have their first possession, then you just need a field goal and you win. So it, it's, it's not a, a shootout rule. You, you, you still have to play football. But if a team scores a touchdown, you still have a chance now, if you're, like you're the Buffalo Bills, to make it happen, and the Chiefs can stop you. So I, I can't see how there's going to be any more overtime excuses after this change in the rules for the playoffs. And that has been a, a problem for a lot of people over the years is how the playoff overtime's decided. So now both teams are going to get a chance. But both teams play defense, and both teams can get a defensive touchdown, and both teams can force turnovers. So, I mean, you, 
it's basically it's like the coin flip. If you win the coin flip, it doesn't mean you win the game anymore, but it doesn't mean you're automatically going to lose the game as well if you lose the coin flip. Massive game of musical chairs at the quarterback position so far this offseason. It's not done yet, but there are those that are saying that Baker Mayfield, who's out in Cleveland, may not even be a starting quarterback in 2022. Do you believe that? Well, if you start thinking about NFL teams around the league and quarterbacks and where they where they set up, it, I mean, it's a $208 million salary cap rod, and most teams have locked up their quarterback. I mean, even lowly Jacksonville, now with Doug Peterson, they got, you know, Lawrence is locked up for years with that rookie contract. I mean, I can go down the league and, no, they got a quarterback, they got a quarterback, they've made a move. I don't see where Baker Mayfield thinks he's going to go to a team in the NFL and then seat the current starting quarterback. I mean, there, there's not many opportunities, not many options for him. And, and the problem with Cleveland is, so they're pushing Baker Mayfield out for Deshaun Watson, but the commissioner's made it very clear this week that he still may suspend Deshaun Watson. So there's no sure thing for the Cleveland Browns. They're going to get 16 games out of Deshaun Watson this year, no matter how much money they pay him. So it, it, the Cleveland situation is far from settled. And there's a lot of people looking around the league and looking at Roger Goodell and the NFL head office just to see how many games they may or may not suspend Deshaun Watson. And so until that's decided, until Goodell and the league office decides exactly what they're going to do with Deshaun Watson, there's, it's a lot of uncertainty in Cleveland. But for Baker Mayfield, I just don't see a scenario where he's going to go to pick the team and unseat the current quarterback they have locked up and they're working with right now. So he may not have a choice. Look what happened to Mitch Trubisky, right? I mean, he had to go to Buffalo and be a backup before he ended up getting a starting job with Pittsburgh, with Big Ben retiring. It, 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 I mean, it, there's only so many jobs available. He just, it just may be where everything shakes down, Rod. A wonderful NFL update. It's never slow. Everything else good with you, Jim? Yeah, no, everything's good. I'm, I'm very excited for our Canadian men's soccer team. Um, it's, it's great. I mean, I remember back in 86 when they went to the World Cup, but they didn't score a goal. And I thought, well, maybe one year they'll come back. But to see how well they played in that, it's, it's exciting. Uh, having the Blue Jays getting ready to come back in, a, well, about a week and a half is very exciting. So, yeah, no, everything's, Rod, I got no complaints. I'm, I was vaxxed. I got through COVID. I'm healthy. Life could be a lot worse. I, I got nothing to complain about. And I get to talk to you. Yeah, I love, love to hear it. Thanks, my good and longtime friend. I hope we can do it again soon. Yeah, real quick, I'm wearing a button. Yeah. This is called Buttons for Ukraine. These twin 10-year-old boys in Newmarket are hand-drawing these buttons. They have a Facebook page called Buttons for Ukraine, and they're selling it to raise money for Red Cross Canada to help people displaced to Ukraine. So you can look for that and buy them, and uh, they're doing great work to help the people displaced by the war over there. Awesome job uh, by them, for sure. Look them up, folks. All right, Jim, have a great week. Thanks, Rod. Take care. Loving it. Canada's foremost NFL expert, Jim Lang. Overtime is next. Taco time. Viewer takeover. One more segment right after this coming up on Game Plus TV and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is Overtime. It's a proud presentation of the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL and the UFC. And um, 
Taco Time viewer takeover, I might add, as we welcome back the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont, and also Hour 2 brought to you by Original 16. You see, I put it up. I don't know if you saw that in Hour 1, Moose. It's back. I did. Taco Time viewer takeover. So uh, let's get it. That's good. Uh, from, the, from the viewers, uh, Carlos in Indianapolis writes, then he says, good show, y'all. Glad to have spent the fastest two hours of the day with everyone here. We're glad to have had you, Carlos. Mandy in Edmonton writes in, and Darren, I want your participation in this answer with her comment. She says, in light of CFL rankings, Rod, could you see your favorite CFL team in 2022 being the underdog Elks, Chris Jones, Victor Kui, Deron Carter? Funny story there. I'm not sure if you were in the room or not. I was with a couple of Stampeders coaches six to eight weeks ago, and we were talking yeah. about Chris Jones. Right, and I'm like, Jones is a beauty, and uh, one of those coaches is like, oh yeah, I worked with him here, 08 to 2012. He knows Jones, and I said, I don't know, man. I think the Elks might be my team this year, and they just glared at me, and I'm like, oh, I'm talking to two Stamps coaches right now. Whoop! <laughs> but hey, the truth just slipped out. So I think my team Can't might be it. the Elks. Yeah, I think it might be yeah. the Elks, or. 1A, 1B, Stamps and Elks, because, you know, we're talking about tailgate parties across Western Canada and the CFL, so we don't maybe want to tie our wagon to one team. I don't know. We need to talk about this, Moose. It's another meeting we need to have. Make a list. <laughs> I know. But right now, the, the Elks might be the leaders in the clubhouse for me. How, how about you? The thing is, and this is what's great about the CFL, but also kind of the crux of having a nine-team league, is I could go around and find a reason why I'm going to cheer for every one of them. Like, for a while, at least in recent memory, I've, I've really been an Argyle fan, it feels like. You know, I love the color scheme, the two-tone blue, obviously, Titans. You know, I like the people. I like some of the players they've started bringing in, you know. But you're right, with Edmonton, with Victor Kui, I mean, he's so cool. And Chris Jones, Deron Carter, some of our favorite people. So how do you not cheer for them? How do you not cheer for Cody and the Riders? I mean, we love him. It was his birthday yesterday. You know, happy birthday, Cody. Um, but the big three. Winnipeg's been, yeah, you know, and every team. I mean, Winnipeg's been great to us. We love Montreal with Trevor Harris and VA, even Hamilton. I mean, it's, that's what's cool about the CFL. But, yeah, Edmonton is going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah, it's a small league. Uh, they've often said it's an intimate league. We all know each other. We all know each other's business, you know? I know. And I think, you know, it's been three years since I left the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I think people are finally starting to come around on realizing that I can cheer for another team. It's just one, it's a, a former team for me. It doesn't mean I got to cheer for them for the rest of my life. You know, I'd rather be that CFL guy. Um, yeah. Ryan H writes in and says, Jim Lang was amazing. Rod, I'm sure it's not always easy, but a big thank you to your team who books such great guests all the time. Uh, absolutely, Clark's in charge of that. It's a huge team effort. We got Lee working on it now. You've booked some. Darren and a lot of them are, you know, longtime friends of mine, but a lot of them are people that I never met, which reminds me, I texted Dreger yesterday, and I was like, Dregs, are you still around? Are you going to be at the Florida-Montreal game? I'll be in the press box. And Dregs is like, nope, flying out early. That's the one thing people do not understand. For Dreger to come out a little early on Sunday and to be able to get a little beach time, 
major bonus for him. Because these guys, for the most part, are camped outside a conference room at a hotel. Right? Like, it's not... You see them on the coast. And for me, I'm watching NHL Network all the time, man. I I love it. It's EJ Raddick. Whoever that is. Elliot Friedman and another guy that I don't know standing on the on the coast on the on the shore doing their hit and I'm like that's the best five minutes of their day because the rest of the time they're in the hotel and I know it because I've done it it's it's a lot of work for those guys and that's the thing with Dregs he wasn't gonna traipse all the way down to sunrise to go to a game and then back up there so I thought I'd take a shot in the dark and see if he uh, was gonna be around. Well, and I'm sure if he would have been around, he would have um, yeah. wanted to connect with you. That's the thing, because he said it when we were in Montreal that he wishes he would have yelled over and grabbed a coffee with us, right? I mean, so there'll be more opportunity for that. John in Edmonton with a comment. He says, Rod, to comment on your thing about fans supporting teams, you don't have to buy merchandise or tickets to support a team. You can support them in other ways. Yes, and I forget. I can't. Last minute of play in the RP show. Last minute of play. That's the one thing that the teams didn't realize that I was with until I was gone. That me as their broadcaster, pitch man and top salesman was always in the fans' pocket saying you need to buy this Friends of the Riders lottery ticket. You should buy the latest jersey. You should do this. this, this. I was making the millions. Because I was the one saying, well, you're not really a fan unless you're spending your money. Let's sell this place out. Blah, 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 blah. Who's doing that now? Nobody. So, yeah, you can, of course, you can be a fan. But I was always the guy buying the figurine, buying the 8x10, getting it shipped to me from the Dallas Stars or the Dallas Cowboys. But that's just me. I'm not saying you're wrong, John. You good, Moose? You had a fun day? Great. Awesome. Great job. Yeah, me too. We'll see you all tomorrow at uh, noon Eastern right here on Game Plus TV. So I punched him. Of course he did. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.